Today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online is brought to you by Wix. Get started right now on your very own website by going to wix.com slash podcast and get 10% off. That's wix.com slash podcast. It's official. Real Ghost Stories Online and the Grave Talks will be live at the Crescent Hotel for one night only, August 11th, 2019 at 7 p.m. And you are invited. I'm Tony Bruski from Real Ghost Stories Online, and I can't wait to meet you at the Crescent Hotel this August 11th for an awesome night of ghost stories. We're going to have a lot of fun at the Crescent Hotel that night as we record an episode of Real Ghost Stories Online live. The stories on this episode come from you guys, the audience, live at the Crescent. Then it's a live episode of The Grave Talks as we talk with Crescent historian and paranormal investigator Keith Scales. We'll learn all about the history of the hotel, how it came to be, why it's haunted today, what goes on at the haunted Crescent Hotel, and allow you guys to ask your questions as well with a live Q&A segment. It's a fun night full of ghost stories at the historic haunted Crescent Hotel, a hotel that we've had many stories from shared about over the years here on the show. Tickets are only $25 a piece and are on sale now. Go to realghoststoriesonline.com and click on the Live at the Crescent Hotel banner to purchase yours. They are very limited, though, and when they are gone, they are gone. Real Ghost Stories Online and The Grave Talks live at the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, August 11th, 2019. Get your tickets now at realghoststoriesonline.com. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, what does a parent do when they hear children calling out at night within their home, but it's not their children? Would you object to a ghost grandmother who helps around the house? Have you ever dreamed about a person who didn't really exist and form an unbreakable emotional bond? You ever wonder if that person may be real? Those stories and more today. Real Ghost Stories Online. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Then it is 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. You can write in on our website, realghoststoriesonline.com. And if you really love our program, you want to keep us on the air and get yourself a whole bunch of free stuff, like a free e-copy of our book, an Amazon bestseller. Get yourself access to all of our EPP bonus episodes, brand new ones every single week, all 240-some right at your fingertips, and access to our programs weeks before they are released to the public, video content, and more than become an EPP. It's an extra podcast person at ghostpodcast.com or through patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Five bucks a month gets you all that and helps to keep this ship afloat. It's uh, Tony and Carol Hughes joining you today. Hi, Carol. Tony, I was just thinking as you were saying all of that, $5 a month seems like a bargain. It's like a cup of coffee. And let's make, let's try and see how many analogies we can throw back and forth at each other. Cup of coffee. Like a fancy cup of coffee, like just one a month. 
Five Fantas. Oh, <laughs> I forgot what that even was. I had to think for a minute. <laughs> five Fanta sodas. There you go. For the, the although Fantas are pretty cheap. Like you, you probably get like maybe like I'm maybe twelve Fantas for five bucks. I don't. I don't know. I know the last time I bought Fanta or or anything and, that fruity. And you know, my friend James and I, we always like to put things in the beer exchange rate. <laughs> so, sure. like. That it depends on where you live. It could be one beer. Yeah. It could be almost a beer. Yeah. It could be like if you go to a dive bar, it could be two for one night. You know. Exactly. I would say like most places, like the craft beers and all that. It's like a, seven bucks. It's about a pint. It, it's a, a pint would cost more than than an EPP membership. So. So really, when you think about it, just don't drink one beer a month, and there you go. And there you go. You get access to all the stuff. So yeah. I, I, I like that. Uh, so, yeah, I like that. Uh, 855-853-4802, our phone number to share your real ghost stories with us. Got some interesting ones today. Uh, I'm really kind of excited to talk about, I think it's towards the end of the written in ones, that one about the dreams uh, where the, the individual has this bond with someone. And it's not even anyone that they even know about, that, but it's there. I've had something like that before, kind of. Not, not I think, to this extent, but I want to talk about that a little bit. It should be kind of interesting. Um, and there's a new television show that uh, tonight it's premiering as we're recording this, which is April Fool's Day on April 1st. But by the time this airs, it'll be out for a couple of weeks, which I think almost kind of goes hand in hand. We'll talk about that uh, in a little bit as well. Uh, let's go to our first story of the uh, of the program let me uh, put my uh, nice little creepy music on here there we go uh it says uh, this paranormal activity occurred back in 2011 my twins were one years old and a half well, the other one was one and a half at the time uh that they can't be the different ages they're both one that night i just put my girls to bed and my boyfriend left with his brothers uh, to grab some uh, late night tacos so while they were gone i got to the computer and was going through some old family videos to edit I suddenly heard my daughter walking and whining through the hall. At this point, I knew which one it was from hearing the sound of the whining cry. I then looked over to them. I didn't see her, or I didn't see anything there or hear anything in their area. I figured she went back to bed, so continued to edit videos on my computer. I heard the sound of her bare feet running through the kitchen. Quickly got up, went around the wall, and led to the kitchen. As I'm standing in the kitchen, I hear walking into the living room with a slight baby giggle. So I said, baby, come on. You have to go to bed. Following the sound of the footsteps, I was in the living room looking around the big coach. The dining room light was on, so I was able to see fine in the house. I was puzzled why I couldn't find her. Then I heard her run into the dining room bar, something she's done before. But this time, I remember there was beer bottles behind the bar laying out on the floor. Well, I quickly ran towards the bar. I can hear the bottles hitting each other. I yelled, no, baby, don't go in there. I reached in towards the back of the bar where the bar stools were, and I kept reaching, but I didn't feel her. I stood up and looked over. I didn't see her there either. At this point, I was like, what? I slowly walked away from the bar thinking, that can't be. She was there. I heard her. So I ran to the bedroom, opened the door, rushed in there, and I saw one of my little girls asleep. Walked over to the other bed and moved the blanket, and sure enough, both my girls were in bed sound asleep. I sat there in fear, realizing I was just chasing a ghost. My boyfriend and his brother were walking in and had walked out of the room down the hall into the kitchen. They were giggling and laughing when they looked at me, and they got serious. My boyfriend was like, what happened? 
I can hear his brother like, wow, who died? I told him something strange happened while they were out. They sat down and I was telling them what just happened. His brother was like, this is getting good. Hold on, let me get my taco. I continue and they got freaked out. This all happened at my home in Cyprus, California. And that's where their story ends. Doesn't even go into detail about if they used hot sauce, mild sauce, or Diablo sauce. <laughs> the key part of the story. Was it a crunchy taco? Was it a sauce so- taco? I mean, these are in key details to the ghost was story. Was it Taco Bell or did, was it like really good tacos? Exactly. I don't, I, is there anything other than Taco Bell? I mean, that is all there is. That's... Well, late night, you're right. They That's are the it. they are the gold standard. <laughs> what a like! I wanted some more of like I wanted a real ending. I know. I didn't think it's just I'm end like, with. Hold on, hold. <laughs> I gotta get my taco. There's a ghost girl running around her house, and then we had tacos. The <laughs> end. That would not fly on uh, Prime to twenty whatever the hell Keith Morrison is on. Is it Dateline? Dateline. Yeah. 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 It would be like that isn't how you end it. And Keith Morrison would never say, and then you gotta say yeah. it. Say say okay. this like Keith Morrison would. And then he ate his taco. And then he ate his taco. <laughs> exactly. No, and then Stone Phillips comes on. Thanks for watching Dateline tonight. Have a good night. I'm Stone Phillips. You know, that that's not how that would end. No, and I mean would it be like like there should be more of an ending. Like I heard that once, or God, that was really weird, or yeah. no, you're making stuff up, and they didn't believe her, or something. Nope. When tacos come into play, nothing else matters. <laughs> uh, that's uh, it's I mean, that, with the part of the story that we did hear, freaky ass story. I would love to know more about it, but uh, you're chasing the kid around the house, and you're hearing it, and you're you know you very down to the detail. I mean, things are running through her head of like, oh, crap, she's going behind the bar. There's bottles there. Here's the clinking. Oh, they're back there now. And just nothing. Nothing at and all. And that's a real distinct sound, too, a yeah. kid running through the house, yeah. especially your kid running through the house. Yeah. And the giggle and all that. I mean, because you could kind of go, well, maybe it was like a mouse or something that made the, but they don't make children noises. Maybe the end of that story really means that he's like, yeah, where's my taco? And then she broke up with him. Because he didn't care. Oh, it's like, uh, and he scorned me with a taco. And yeah, so yeah, that's how much I liked him. He didn't even believe me. Taco scorn. I left my baby daddy because he didn't believe the ghost <laughs> story. My baby daddy left me for a taco. <laughs> should have been should have been the headline. A woman leaves her baby daddy, or uh, 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 the other way around. Uh, uh, the baby daddy it's leaves a for a taco. Covid show now. <laughs> Exactly. Have you ever been left for a taco? Call us. 1-800-MORI. Yeah. <laughs> Swear to God. This poor woman's going to be on the phone. Yes. It's been, it has been a topic on that show, I'm sure, at least one time. Uh, it was such a good story, though. Like, Yeah, it was. I'd love to hear part two. I need more. Part two ends in chimichangas. Uh <laughs> And that's how they're going to say it. Chimichang will be spelled just like that. It's not Chimichang. Yes, it is. All right, back to the episode in just a second. First, got to thank our supporter today, Wix. Go to Wix.com slash podcast. Get yourself 10% off 
your very own website. Now, a website for a business, website for your blog, website for really anything. If you want an amazing website, Wix can get it done for you. Over 140 million people use Wix for their website. You can start and publish for absolutely free to make sure you love it. You can choose from over 500 stunning templates or you can start from scratch. They make creating a website so darn easy. Add your own text, images, video, whatever you need. Hundreds of designs ready for you. All sorts of uh, you know add-ins like galleries, video backgrounds, forms, lists, buttons, stuff that you'd used to have to go to like 20 different sources to get to make an awesome website. And it'll be very pricey, all right there for you with Wix. You can't go wrong. Unlimited storage, custom domain, email addresses for your business, email marketing tools, premium apps, dedicated support team, uh, ad vouchers if for anything outside that you may need. It really is. It, it's everything you could possibly want uh, with, with a website. They make it so simple. I wish this stuff existed years ago, but it is here. It is for you now. Uh, if you need a website for your business, for your blog, whatever it may be, Wix has you covered. Okay, check it out for yourself. You can try it for free. And then when you discover you love it, get 10% off. So go to Wix.com slash podcast and get 10% off. That's W-I-X.com slash podcast, 10% off. You will love it. It's a great service. Uh, and it's just they, they do amazing work and allow you to do amazing work without having uh, very much knowledge of, of web design. If, if you have knowledge of web design, great. It'll make life 100 times easier. If you don't, Great. It will still make life a hundred times easier. Wix.com slash podcast. Check it out. Get 10% off. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Next one says, hey, I'm Emily uh, from Norway. I want to start by saying that I love your show so much. Listen to it almost every single night before I go to sleep. So what I'm going to tell you is some short paranormal stories that happened a while ago. First story is about when I and an old friend were having a sleepover in the apartment to my grandparents. We were in my bathroom. My friend was just done washing her hands and we heard a weird noise coming from the living room. She didn't get to turn off the sink water before we got so scared that we jumped in the shower to hide. The sink was now running on max power and we both were pretty scared already. I put on a show on my iPad to try and calm her down, but after about five minutes, my friend poked me on the shoulder to give me a scared look. I turned off the show, and just then, I realized that the sink was turned completely off. And let me remind you that the sink knob is not exactly easy to turn off. Second story happened in the same place, but upstairs in the house where my grandparents live. They have a three-story house, and the first story about the sink happened there. My grandparents made it into, apartments, uh, into an apartment to rent out to people. My current best friend and I were in the bathroom upstairs while my grandparents were painting the apartment downstairs. When my grandmother came up, she noticed that there were some white new painting spots on the floor outside of the bathroom. She cleaned it up without giving it any more thought. But when my friend and I came out of the bathroom, she almost steps in the new fresh paint spot. My grandma came up to us and cleaned it up. We didn't think it was very strange because people spill things all the time in this house. What we didn't know was that no one had been outside of the apartment with the paint. My grandmother didn't tell me before long after it happened because she was scared that I would get scared as well. And the even weirder thing was that the paint was in a white circle on a flow, just as if someone had sat the paint down and it made the mark. Anyway, sorry for the story. We're a little long. I'll probably be writing you guys again in the future. Take care and keep up the good work. So it sounds like they got something in that house that certainly... 
uh, has its fun with them. A ghost painter. And uh, one that turns off the water from time to time. As he's washing his hands. I would. Yeah, I think I would do the same if I was a ghost. That would really suck if you're a ghost and you got like, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, they're wearing this or that when you see them. It would suck if you're stuck in the clothes that you don't want to wear, but this is what you get when you're dead. Or if you died and you happen to have like one of those days where you were just painting the day before and you still had a little bit of paint on you and you weren't going to try and scrub it off anymore because you knew it would just come off the next day and it was just, you did enough and it was still there. And that one day where it just irks you is now eternity because it's never coming off because you're dead. Yeah, because you're in your ghost clothes. Exactly. That's why. And, and you were painting your own living room. It wasn't even a profession. And and now you're a ghost painter for eternity. You're stuck in your painting clothes and you still got it on your hands. That's why you always have to, before you die, make sure you're not wearing your painting clothes. Make sure you get your hands washed nice and good because you never know. I mean, you could get hit by the taco truck, you know, later that day. And then, I, I tell you, I just don't want to die naked. I don't. That would be I an odd I don't want to spend eternity naked. I, I'm assuming it would bother me. Some people have naked ghosts. It could happen. So God. Always be clothed as well. The, the poor eternity and all those people who I would like, I would really haunt them. They'd be like, oh, my God, did you see her? At a certain age, I'm just going to start uh, showering in clothes, just in case I, I die in the shower. <laughs> that way, it's like, ah, and then they'll be like, thank God he was wearing clothes in the shower when we found him. It was a little odd. He had, like, this full, like, sweater on and corduroys. He was showering. We, I don't know what the deal was. He was all wet. Yeah. I don't know. Go back. They can go back and reference this episode and be like, oh, shit, he talked about that years ago. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Planning ahead. I bet there's people like really, really eccentric people who've done that where it's like, just in case, going to do this shit. <laughs> but yeah. Well, it's like that, you know, wearing nasty underwear just in case you ever got in a car accident and had to go to the hospital. Yeah. You got to be careful about all that. You got to think. Like, Lord knows that, that would be the last thing on my mind. Oh, crap. They're going to see my underwear. Yeah. yeah just in case I got to cut all the clothes off and everything. It's like. Oh, okay. We got to do uh, heart palpitations right now. Like, quick. Oh, my God. Cut. The underwear like, on oh this my, person. They've been changed in like five days. All right. <laughs> cut it out. We're not doing the palpitations. Fuck it. No, we might have another call. Somebody else who has the decency to change their underwear may You're need this. All ripped up. This one, no. <laughs> uh, I don't care. What, what's it say on the, on the driver's license? Organ donor? There's still a lot. Just fucking take them out now. Somebody else could use these <laughs> organs. Just take them. This one's, this one's a fresh one. Lenny, put this one in back. <laughs> the underwear on this one. I, I can't. I, I just can't. When I was like 18 and uh, and I was, uh, I was 16, I was 16 when I got my, my driver's license, I, I remember that where it's like, are you uh, going to be an organ donor? You know, you, you have to make the, 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 the split second decision right there when you're getting the license. I think it was like a sticker or something they put on it at the time. And it, I, it's running through my mind. That very thought is running through my mind of, what if I'm like in an accident and it's like, I'm still like I could probably survive, but they're like shit. This guy's got some fresh organs. <laughs> like I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be like, well, let's harvest him anyhow. You know, I'm just like, like that shit. I, I don't think it probably happens much, but <laughs> but it could. It could. I mean, anything's. I'm sure that doesn't happen in this country. Uh, at least I hope it doesn't. But that that shit runs through my mind. 
Um, not not so much as as a mature adult, but uh, it's still a little inkling there. Whenever I get my license, and it's like, do you want to be an organ donor? I'm like, it has to, just I play out the scenario. I'm like, eh, I'll take my chances that they're not going to harvest me alive. I'll be an organ donor. <laughs> I will get the sticker, and so. Now, well, fuck, you could have knows. a ghost painter. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. now. Here's the deal, though. Like, if that really is a ghost painter at her house, because that's kind. Of, I've never heard of like there's paint. Uh-huh. It'd be cool if they were being productive and getting some stuff painted. It is productive. Ghosts are always welcome. I'd be all about that. Yeah. In fact, I think we might even. I think there's another story in here today about a productive ghost. Let's. Uh, I'm not sure. We'll see. What the we... cleaning one. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. Uh, 855-853-4802. That's our phone number. You can call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And share your ghost story with us. And we may play it back on a future episode of the program. We'd love to hear your ghost story. If talking out loud is not your thing, uh, then, of course, you can always write on the website, realghoststoriesonline.com. Uh, it says, hey, guys, love your podcast. Have for, uh, listened for many years. I don't know if this is considered a ghost story, but I knew you guys were the only people I could turn to ask for advice without people in my life thinking I was batshit crazy. So I'll get started. I'm a 24-year-old female living in 2018, of course, but I've always felt like I was born in the wrong era. As a child, I preferred older movies rather than new cartoons, and that still rings true today. While most people my age are following the latest fad, I'm at home listening to my Frank Sinatra records and loving every minute of it. I've heard the phrase old soul thrown around several times. Now to the actual story. When I was around age 13, 14, I started to have these extremely vivid dreams. I was in the 1950s, and it was me. I could see myself in the mirror. But I was older, and I was married. I was married to a man who worked on the railroad, and I remember feeling so much love for him, like he truly was my happily ever after. I had these dreams every night for six months. It was like we were living out our lives every single night. The dreams felt so real that if I didn't know they were a dream, I would have believed that they were. I couldn't wait to fall asleep every night. Then one night, my dreams became a nightmare. I had my dream, and it was in our home making dinner. And two police officers came to my door to inform me that my husband had died during an accident at the railroad. I remember waking up in the middle of the night sobbing, feeling like I had been kicked in the gut and my heart ripped out of my chest. I stayed awake the rest of the night, crying over this man in my dreams that I knew wasn't real. I feel like I went through the stages of grief for someone I loved that I lost, but I couldn't tell anyone because I more than likely would have been committed. After that, the dream stopped for good. I never saw him again. I no longer wanted to sleep. I was diagnosed with insomnia at 15 after having no issues before. Fast forward to 2018. I'm 24. I'm currently on the dating scene. Most of the guys I go on dates with don't even know who Frank Sinatra is, which is a bummer. But one gentleman that I've seen for a little while does, and our tastes are pretty similar. The other night I had a dream. A dream I haven't had in a long time. A dream with my husband in it. I didn't remember much, but I do remember him saying, Life's too short and you're too pretty for tears. Go and live your life. I'm okay. I remember waking up with that same longing and heartache, but as well as an overwhelming sense of calm. I know this story was long, but I just want to see what you all thought. Do you believe in past lives? If so, do you think that's what that was? Did I have a love affair with a dream ghost? Thank you for all you do. I hope to become an EPP soon. Marina. That's one of the neatest dream stories I think I've ever heard on the show. That's really cool. Yeah. And 
I, you know, and I wish there was a definitive answer to that question. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you've heard of kids talking about experiences that, like, knowing things, there's no way these kids should know anything about this stuff. Sure. So I don't know. And those type of dreams are so different than a regular dream. They are. And when you're in a state like that, I mean, it's almost like all of reality that you're living, your current everything, doesn't exist and you have no memory of it. And you're just suddenly this other person and everything is normal because you're, it's like the living side is the dream and the dream is the real life. It's such a bizarre, you know, state of affairs to look, you know, to kind of analyze and look at. Why did that happen? I don't know. That's that's really interesting that this went on for like six months when I was just kind of scanning the story to, to put together the headlines of the show. I didn't catch that part. I just caught the part of it being this dream where she was really feeling like it was this other life that she was leading. But that gives it a whole new level of depth to have had that that experience for that long of time. And then that dream that she had later on that said when he said, you're too pretty. Mm-hmm. Go live your life like whatever that was yeah that was really a beautiful thing to say was it like a, a, another person from another time what i mean I don't know. what is that that's so but i do think that there are a lot of people who like frank sinatra yeah I would and hope i think so. they could find someone who likes frank sinatra i think the rule of thumb is if you're if you're 24 and you're on the dating scene here in the year, of, I know she wrote this last year, but here in the year of 2019, uh, and a 24-year-old does not know who that person is, at least know who he is. You may not be able to name a song or even listen to much, of the, but be able to just identify, oh, yes, Frank Sinatra. If they can't do that, you should run far and fast yeah. because that's, yeah. it's just, it's it's like saying, uh, I, I've never heard of Halloween, you know, or I, you know, it's like, <laughs> what is that? Kind of like that. What's this Christmas thing you all do? It, it's like it's such an iconic piece of our our culture, our our, our history that's that's not that far gone. Um, you know, it, it, it's just people being so re- extremely out of touch, and there's a lot of that with that generation. And the music never goes away. No. No, it is just disturbing how out of touch, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought there was a lot of out of touch folks when I was in my 20s, but I, I don't know. I look back now, I feel like I'm a, a 70 year old man sometimes because I'm like, you damn kids. How do you not know this shit? You know, and it's like, God damn. You I, are kind of like that. that was me like 10 years ago, but I but at least I knew my shit back. I felt like I felt old then, too. I mean, I've always <laughs> felt I, I, my mom is always she's like, yeah, you were kind of four going on 40. You know, the way I was talking back then. And, and the thing is, my daughter, Harper, is the exact same way. She's always, like, criticizing other kids. Like, well, I don't get this. I don't. So, yeah. It's uh it's Yeah, we thing. know where she gets that. I don't know. I have no idea. We were talking the other day about um, uh, when she wants to start doing her own podcasts. And she's all excited. She's going to get into this. And she wants to put on this podcast. Like, a it's a true crime type podcast. Um, where she's, you know, investigating stuff, kind of like serial and things of that nature, because she wants to be a mystery solver. And I explained to her that, she, and she wants to be a broadcaster too. And I said, there's a lot of podcasts that actually do that these days that actually have solved more shit than some police yeah. have. Um, 
And I said, you can do that. Like, this is totally something you can do. And she's like, are you serious? Like, I can be a broadcaster and a mystery solver? Yes. Well, sign me up. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to be a mystery solver. Yep. It kind of sounds like she's going to go work with Scooby-Doo and the gang. <laughs> you know, it's essentially she, that's going to be her job. So she's uh, she's studying up and watching 2020 and uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, getting ready for, uh, you know, the years down the road when she can do the podcast. But I'm, I'm sure you it, should have her watch Scooby-Doo. I, I know. That's all they do. I, I know. They solve mysteries every episode. I got to find that. I wonder if it's like available on anything. But uh, yeah, well, she, no, she's watched some some episodes. A couple years back, she was watching Scooby-Doo. I, I, honestly, honest to God, this girl, she's six, but it's almost like, you know, I was watching Scooby-Doo at about six, but again, she's kind of like, can we watch The Walking Dead? Can I watch Breaking Bad? Can I watch, you know, she's kind of like to the next level of, okay, cartoons are below me. I'm ready for true crime shows. <laughs> <laughs> However, if you were like Scooby Doo is the coolest show I've ever seen, yeah. you know she'd be. She all would. About it. She's like, wow, Scooby Doo is great. Like, if Dad likes it, now let's watch Investigation Discovery for four hours. You know, that's that's how that would go down. It's fun stuff. It'll be a great show, I can guarantee it. Once she's uh, old enough to do it, <laughs> so no, I think she needs to do it when she's like seven or eight. I think it would be <laughs> cute as could be. Get her a regular, like a a kid mystery to solve. Sure. That would be an, like she doesn't need to start with murders and stuff. <laughs> Who stole the bread? Something exactly. Like, yeah, something safe. Something kind of basic. Yeah, exactly. it could be like a Nancy Drew sort of mystery. It'd be great. Something around the neighborhood or something. The missing golf cart. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Next letter says, I need help with this as much as I want to share our stories. There are so many to share, so I'll try to put this all together the best I can. My husband and I built our house seven years ago on land that my husband grew up on farmland. Uh, no known war or tragic past, just boring farmland. Nothing special or tragic about the land. A brand new house, but full of antiques. I always assumed... My youngest son could see stuff, but knew that he would eventually lose the ability, as did my older son. Well, it is only getting worse as he gets older. He's seven years old, and he sees many ghosts in our house. He sees ghosts in colors. Most of the children are blue and very see-through. Some are gray. Some are black with no faces. Some scare him horribly. A very few are just like us. He sees them everywhere he goes. In the yard, at the grocery store today, he saw a young boy ghost at the hockey rink i need help with the color aspect of this has anyone saw or heard of this there is one particular ghost at our house that remains in the upstairs bedroom that scares him so much that he cries this is a tall bald older man and is not nice this one almost mocks him or messes with him at bedtime we just had to move his bedroom because he refused to sleep in his old room many nights he would cry because the ghost would get in his face while he would try to go to sleep he would try to hide under the covers, but some of them would get under them with him. He sleeps many nights in our bed, but the other night, while lying in our bed, he said, Dad, do you see that man at your door? My husband said, No. So my son looked at me and said, There's a guy at your door. The look on his face was of sheer terror. He says, They came to my room also, but that he feels safer in there with his dad and me. There were times when I thought he was going on about this uh, too much to get our attention until one day he came home from a friend's house and said his friend didn't believe in ghosts 
I thought, oh no, he's telling everyone. So I told him a lot of people don't believe and that's okay. We all have our own opinions. Some people are too scared to admit it also. He looked at me and said, mom, it was just a cat. So apparently he sees animals too. He sees a little girl that would play a hide and seek type game with him around his bedroom door. In his old room, he said three guys would come through his wall and he said, they look like vampires. They aren't vampires, but they're trying to scare me like vampires. He said that a lot of times they don't want him to see them. He thinks the little girls are laughing at him. When he can't see anyone, he can hear them. He's told me that he'll not sleep in his old room anymore. There are too many people in there. One day he went to his old bedroom to play his guitar. He came running down the stairs crying, saying that someone spit on him in his room. He said he could see this one, but his arm was wet. He was scared to death. And he sometimes said he couldn't see them, but he can feel them. That was the last time he went into that room. Besides when we moved his stuff out. His new room has a different air about it. It feels different and better. We thought for the first time we would get some sleep. Wrong. He agreed that he loved his new room. He thought it felt better. He loved it. He was rifling his, through his bookshelves with his books. He was sitting on the floor next to me, staring at the doorway into the hallway. And he said, there's a ghost in the hall looking at us. And I said, girl or boy? He replied, boy. I said, young or old? And he said, young, a teenager. What is that thing that Harley wears around his neck? Harley is my sister's dog. And I said, a bandana? He said, yeah. The kid has one around his neck. It's red. It's like a cowboy. He continued to talk about it, and eventually the cowboy went away. So that night, it was bedtime. The new bedroom looked great and felt wonderfully cozy. We did all of our good nights, hugs, kisses. As he was left to his room, snuggled with all of his stuffed animals, I was in bed for about 10 minutes when my son came in, tears streaming down his cheeks, crying. He said, I'm not sleeping in that room. I sat up and said, why? He said, my bed is shaking. It's shaking. It's getting faster and faster. Of course, I jumped out of bed, ran in there, and tried to figure out what was going on. Even the explanation of maybe I didn't get the legs to his bed on tight enough, so it was shaking when he moved, and he accepted that and went to sleep. I was very eager to hear this story at breakfast time the next morning. He said he slept great. He only had two ghosts in his room this time. One was the old bald guy that mocks him and messes with him. My son has a Spider-Man web that hangs from the ceiling. This particular guy gets in the net and puts his face through the holes and stares at my son. The other ghost was behind his bookshelf. Now, in this room, it used to be a spare room that has a hole in the drywall behind the bookshelf. The ghost behind the bookshelf was new to him. We have a history of ghost stories from many years, from our older house to our new house. No real experiences with us seeing them, but things have disappeared and have... I have felt them. Lights going on and off, creaks in the floor when no one was there. My oldest son had imaginary friends at our old house and could tell me about the owner of the previous house that had died in a motorcycle accident. My son was three at the time, and we didn't know the owner. We later learned from some neighbors that my son's stories were accurate down to the owner's name. My oldest son does not believe now. We've always learned to live with it, but with my youngest son, it's tormenting him. These ghosts are ruining his little childhood, and I need help on how to help him. My son told me today, Mom, I think they're trying to tell me stuff, but I don't know what... I agree. Reminds me of the movie Sixth Sense without the gore, but all the fright. He changed his clothes after his shower today in our downstairs bathroom. He showered upstairs but refused to get clothes on up there because the bald guy was in the bathroom with him. He knew the bald guy wouldn't come downstairs, so he got dressed downstairs. 
He said while he's brushing his teeth, the bald guy was standing in the bathtub watching him. My son got scared, and then my nephew, who died in 2000, appeared in the room in the see-through blue color, and the guy was gone. I'm curious to know if anyone knows what the blue means. My husband is going to contact some local people to try and help us with these things. I'll keep you up to date on what we're able to do. What do you think you do in that sort of a case? I mean, this seems like something where you're not going to flip a switch. You're not going to convince them otherwise. Because there isn't convincing the otherwise, any other way or any other wise. He's seeing these things. And, you know, a lot of times kids do when they're really little and they kind of grow out of it. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't appear to be growing out of it. Not yet, anyway. And it's I mean, he's terrifying. Still, he's still pretty little, so I think there's still he still just could be kind of in the midst of it. But, I mean, it's terrifying, and I would hate that as a parent. Yeah. That would be a horrible situation to be in. Yeah, obviously, you want to try and, you know, help your kid through something. And, I mean, it, it's it's nerve-wracking enough when it's just trying to convince your kid that, you know, it was a nightmare. When it legitimately is a nightmare and try and get them calmed down so they're able to sleep. But when stuff, stuff like this is going on, there's no convincing because... You're the one who's you're, you're trying to convince yourself that that the kid's not seeing this stuff when in fact they are, if yeah. that's the approach. And you know how do you do that? I don't know. I mean, I, I think the only thing that you know, if that gift is there, and we you know say gift with quotations because this is clearly it's not like the happy put a bow on it present gift. Um, it, it probably will just take time for him to grow out of it. I would say you know try and keep him in areas where you. You know, maybe less activity will be going on. They had mentioned downstairs. Maybe that the man won't go down there. If there's a way to kind of set up a temporary bedroom down there for a little bit of time, see if this takes some time and the gift slowly goes away, um, then maybe he can go back upstairs at, at a, a later date. But I would say... I'd have that kid in my room. And just because... Like, I'd be so protective. I know you're not supposed to have your kids sleep with you forever, but I I don't care. I'd put a mattress on the floor just so I could protect him. Sure. You know, I wouldn't want that if he does see something, I'm, I'd am i be right there. But I wonder if he's like in other places that they go, you know, like grandma and grandpa's houses. Mm-hmm. Like if there's any place where he does go and feel safe. I wonder. I mean, it sounds like he went to his friend's house and saw a ghost cat. So, I, I'm yes. just I'm kind of guessing it's one of those things where anywhere he goes, he's he's sensing stuff and able to to see things that others are not. And, and I guess the only thing to hope for is that over time, hopefully, it does go away as it did with their other son uh, and and the father. <sighs> but if not, I would like an update on that one. Yeah, I really would. We would too. Thanks for sharing that uh, that experience with us. Uh, Twilight Zone is uh, is coming back. In fact, today, April first, as we're recording this, uh, is its uh, premiere. It's not an, this is not an advertisement for it or anything like that. Um, I just I saw a little uh, preview for it on uh, CBS Sunday Morning, uh, and I'm is I'm, it a movie or a TV show? It's a TV show. Uh, okay. It's on CBS All Access, so you have to like subscribe to their like five dollar a month deal or whatever it is, um, and. Uh, through their app just it's like it's like how you know there's hulu there's netflix cbs has their own little ecosystem 
uh, for that's right for their shows, um, and that's where they're releasing it. Just the same way they did. Uh, I think they had Star Trek on there too. That was only on their all access system. Um, so it's it's only there. I'm. It looks good. The previews I saw legitimately looked like really interesting. I know like there was kind of a I think like 2002 there was a try somebody tried to remake it and it was kind of hokey it really wasn't quite as you know I know there was an 80s version of it that I vaguely remember coming on television because I was a little tyke uh in the early 80s when that happened and I remember just th- there's a couple things that freaked me out on television as a child in like 1983 uh the intro to Twilight Zone the 83 version of it uh the Annie Lennox video, Sweet Dreams, and Phil oh, yeah. and Phil Collins, the whatever it was, where his just his big face is on the screen in like red, and he's I think I think in the air tonight is the video, uh, and it was just that freaked the hell out of me on a you know a, a television with kind of bad reception coming in. Those were my nightmare things on television, <laughs> but uh, I'm looking forward to this one. Did you see that movie Us? Is it Us? Uh, is that Jordan Peele movie where the family has a doppelganger family and they're evil? I have not, but the director of Twilight Zone directed that movie. That's what I thought. Yeah. And I want to see that movie. That does look good. That looks really kind looks of freaky. super creepy. Yeah. Uh, there's another uh, movie I just saw a, a trailer for right before. You know, this worked out because right before we recorded, Carol was having some problems with her computer getting it up and running. So I'm just kind of looking around on the Internet uh, waiting. And I saw another trailer for a movie. Um, oh, what was it called? It's a new Bill Murray, uh, Bill Murray movie. Um, the Dead Don't Lie, I think is what it's called. It's a funny zombie one where oh. he's playing a kind of like a rural police officer along with a couple, another, uh, I, I'm horrible with actor names, along with another actor, another male actor. And what? There's, there's another and actor then, and then there's, and there's a female actress, and I'm, I'm not, I'm horrible at names. Uh, but it, I can look it up. Uh, but it looks really funny and good, and they're trying to figure out, you know, what's going on here with, um, with the zombies. Uh, Adam Driver, Bill Murray, uh, I, I, Steve Buscemi, Selena Gomez, Tilda Swinton. I can never say this one's name. Chloe Savani. Sylvain is that? Se- Se- yeah, it's like seventy. Seventy. There's like an there's like an umount in her name, and I took German for three years, and I failed it. But I love Bill Murray. Yeah, I, I would love that movie. It looks good. Um, I I I played the trailer, and I, I was debating should I play the trailer on the show. It doesn't really do it justice because there's a lot you kind of got to see in the trailer. It's not super audio, uh, but it's uh, it looks interesting. Uh, that comes out in June, so that's another fun one to see. So there you go, and that's your entertainment report. <laughs> that's <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, play some entertainment tonight music, and then have a really corny name for the the cliche morning show entertainment report. Uh, and that's your Hollywood hot dish or whatever. The- Tony and Carol in the morning. I've heard so many stupid names when people do those things, and I just want to throw up every time I hear it. Um, But there you go. Uh, They look look fun. Uh, That's going to do it for today's episode of uh, Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like our program, want to keep us on the air, extra podcast person, sign up. 
ghostpodcast.com five bucks a month get access to all of our stuff all the bonus episodes brand new ones every single week advanced access uh, to all of the episodes of the show weeks before they go public get a free e-copy of our book it's all there ghostpodcast.com check it out and keep our pirate ship afloat until next time for carol and tony thanks for listening to another episode of real ghost stories online